To discuss the real issues affecting the Tasman nations, this is Trad Tasman Talk, jointly produced by the Unshackled.net and RightMinds.nz. Now, here's Tim Wilms in Australia and Dewa DeBoer in New Zealand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Trad Tasman Talk after another fortnight uh, without uh, a show, but uh, we're back and we, we aim to be back every week uh, from now on. Uh, it is Tim Wilms, Editor-in-Chief of The Unshackled, here in Melbourne on this uh, Friday, the 18th of March, 2022, where it is 6pm. And it is 8pm here in Auckland. I'm Dewey DeBoer for Right Minds NZ, and uh, it's good to be back for me uh, at my usual slot again uh and uh in you're the one that does the weekly show so it's uh you can blame Stephen for the gap <laughs> yes uh Stephen uh has uh, his other work commitments and so there's uh been issues with uh his availability uh, but uh he will be back next week they'll be starting at the, the later time of 7 p.m melbourne time so still be back but just um hour later which will will notify uh, you of and uh, I, I know that uh, a lot of people have been uh, missing the show it makes it worthwhile when you have uh, your, your fans messaging you to say hey there's no trade Tasman talk tonight when's it when's when's it going to be uh, back because I I put in the promo uh, the return of trade Tasman talk after a fortnight because the show a fortnight ago was coming back from a, a fortnight. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, I mean, the past two weeks here, uh, basically the entire news cycle has finally been consumed by Russia news instead of uh, COVID. There's obviously still uh, COVID in the background in New Zealand, but globally, uh, Vladimir Putin has basically killed off COVID. So uh, uh, yeah, it's the, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to be able to, uh, shift away from one thing and know that we'll be talking about this thing for the next uh next two years at this rate oh so well cheers, I, cheers I, here's to a new topic <laughs> I, I would say uh, that uh don't be so sure because what is it we've got the what is it omicron uh ba2 variant uh now uh beginning a new uh rise in the curve but uh, as a lot of people are yeah. starting to figure out uh, uh with all these uh variants and sub variants uh, the curve goes up but it comes down <laughs> whether you're locked down or not which is what uh yeah. australia and new zealand learnt uh over summer with basically only stupid window dressing restrictions like mask and density limits and uh, uh, QR codes, which we had uh, the New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet uh, this week explain why he brought uh, QR codes uh, back uh, over summer uh, during the, or I guess you could call it the Omicron uh, BA1 uh, curve or um, uh, the, what is that, uh, the patriarch of the, the, the Omicron family. You know, we, I mean, it was the, the, the most ironic one I, I, I thought was that you know, we ended up bringing QR codes back when we weren't even tracking and tracing. Uh, there was no science behind it at all. It had zero utility. Uh, but there was a massive campaign. And when those massive campaigns get run, what it does, it depletes confidence. And 
that kind of reporting, as we've seen over this period of time, has depleted confidence in our people. So we actually brought it back for one reason only, to instill confidence so that people would go out with um, using, using QR codes. But where Dan and I reached that agreement... Oh. <laughs> now... Uh, we are told that uh, in our uh, liberal democracy, uh, policy is set by uh, media, effectively. So, well, and also, uh, by, yes, uh, what is that? Uh, the, the social media rage mm -hmm. as well. And of course, uh, the, uh, the, the mainstream media, uh, they always uh, seek uh, a lot of their the doomsday uh, experts uh, whenever they need uh, a sensational story to scare us about uh, what, what's the even though ba2 uh the son of omicron is not more is, is is not more severe it's basically the same severity as uh uh the father uh but uh, but it's more infectious because obviously the virus mutates to uh survive and so mm. They're, 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 they're the the media headlines now it's uh even more infectious than than measles uh we've still got to be really worried about long covid potentially uh scrambling people's brains and uh, and crippling uh people we don't know that for sure but it could yeah, yeah. could have that uh, uh effect and I, uh, I had somebody argue that uh some apparently some study said that if they got covid or got long covid they uh, it would destroy a year's worth of their gray matter in their brain and so they went to get boosted instead and uh yeah there you go so apparently the uh, the science can tell you that it's gonna uh destroy uh a, a, a year's worth of your brain quality yeah they, uh, <laughs> i think you've lost you've lost more than a year's worth of brain quality by the time you start thinking like that uh, these also studies uh, they have uh, analysed uh, people infected in, with COVID uh, from the beginning, where there was uh, no vaccines, and also it was the the original uh, Wuhan strain. Although uh, the the CCP was was back this week saying that uh, see the US funded biolabs in Ukraine see that's probably where uh, COVID yeah. came from. Uh, How about the US funded biolabs in China? Should we have a look at those too? Thank you. Uh, we have been looking at uh, looking at those uh, a bit uh, too late, uh, but uh, yes, these uh, these people still uh, dooming uh, two years later. They, as I think Jay Bhattacharya pointed out, uh, one of the signatories of the Great Barrington Declaration. So you told everyone to get vaccinated, but still want them to wear masks and uh, have all these uh, restrictions. So you're basically undermining confidence in the vaccines. Like the, if you compare like Australia and New Zealand's massive wave but low death rate with Hong Kong's uh, high death rate because yeah. they didn't vaccinate their older elderly it's clear obviously vaccines uh don't prevent transmission but when they're targeted in the vulnerable populations they're extremely uh effective and uh so we're finally getting a little bit of movement here in new zealand now uh the border reopening to vaccinated australians next month and this possibly might me be good news for the vaccine passes and what remains of the vaccine mandates, uh, because it'll be too much bureaucratic uh, work to get the get rid of the um, uh, all of you know to, to give the Australians New Zealand vaccine passports when they come here. Uh, too much paperwork, so 
they are probably just going to end up phasing that out. So because of that, Chris Luxon, uh, the leader of the opposition, has decided that now it's a safe it's a safe moment for him to call for uh, basically all COVID restrictions to be lifted, and he calls for vaccine passes to be dropped immediately today. He said they should be dropped immediately uh, because we know that the government is making some kind of announcement about this next week. Uh, so uh, those who've been following my Telegram channel will know that I've said that uh, the uh, uh, you know the mandates are likely to come down in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the vaccine passes are likely to come down in the next couple of weeks. So there's some good news for New Zealanders. And uh, even though on uh, another, what is it, you'd call it a health science issue, climate change, the, the science uh, has <laughs> uh, been settled, uh, the, the science around the, the pandemic has uh, changed so much over the past two years. I think it's more the uh, political science uh, has mm -hmm. uh, evolved, which uh, I wonder why uh, Jacinta Ardern uh, might be changing tack now? Could it be something to do with the latest uh, polls in uh, New Zealand? Yes, the uh, last time we looked at the polling, I highlighted that we were getting pretty close in terms of uh, uh, what the next election would look like. Uh, you can see there the ACT Party dropping uh, a lot. They've dropped about half of their support since Lex Luthor um, took over the National <laughs> Party. Uh, and they're um, back up now above Labour, aiming for the 40%. Uh, so he's looking to continue her legacy uh, but uh, obviously, uh, now that we're back in economic crisis mode, that uh, we're going to need the National Party uh, leading the one-party state, uh, uh, doing the same things Labour does, but just with a bit more of a, a business uh, in mind. Uh, so, uh, yeah, suddenly that confidence is back in the National Party, and the uh, uh, yeah, in some sense, uh, Jacinda is uh, is getting worn out. She's stuck in the in the COVID. Uh, or the hermit kingdom that she has created, uh, which worked really nicely for like two years, but eventually people just get tired and they get sick of it, and it can take a really long time. Because I'm, you know, I was saying uh, weeks when we were weeks into this, I was like, oh, yeah, it's just a matter of time before people get sick of it. Uh, but it's taken two years before people get uh, really got sick of it. So uh, even um, some of the labor hardliners are starting to crack and say, oh, you know, everything looks bad, right? They're, they haven't delivered on anything. Everything's getting worse. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll cycle out to the, uh, to the National Party and, and the cycle will continue. And certainly that's, uh, that's what uh, Chris Luxon looks like he's able to pull off. He's basically uh, the male bold version of Jacinda and he's able to, 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 to probably continue her legacy in that sense. Yes, you wouldn't pick a, a, a Lex Luthor double ganger to, to have that sort of wow factor. Uh, yeah, for I a, it, right party, I, do, but, I don't pretend to understand normal people anymore. I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it certainly uh, perplexed me that, yeah, this uh, really, well, you'd sort of say NPC stuffy politician i he what is it used to to run the the airlines i mean you could say sort of an ugly clone of john key yet uh, he <laughs> yeah in a few months just overtaken jacinta yeah uh, and it, it comes it probably in terms of how the media influence works it, it comes down to the fact that he hasn't really said anything he won't do anything controversial he won't uh slip up uh uh, so you had this obviously with Judith Collins, very combative with the media. Uh, even Simon Bridges, he'd he'd make these mistakes where the media thinks that the media would attack him over. But Luxon is very much 
uh, slick PR uh, and the he doesn't get them. You know, the, the media can't hate on him other than to say like, oh, he used to run an airline or whatever. That seems to be the only line of attack, of attack they have to be like, oh, but, but he used to run an airline. Um, and that's, you know, to, to, there's nothing, there's nothing they can really throw at people in terms of outrage where they can bombard the six o'clock news, you know, and, and start to swing the polls for the normies. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's basically, uh, perfectly programmed to, to fit in with their agendas. And that's why he does so well. And of course, uh, Jacinta has, well, she's always been very poor, but now her house of cards is beginning to, to crumble and she's surrounded by a cabinet full of duds. I mean, yeah, yeah, on the show, <laughs> Andrew Lishel, the health yeah. minister, Chris Hipkins, the, he looks like a, a boy, uh, the, the COVID minister. The COVID minister. And then Robert Robertson. Robertson. Yeah, the, the big fat the finance big minister. <laughs> He's considered to be the most competent one. So you've got, uh, and uh, the reason they keep trotting out uh, Chris Hipkins, the one who looks like a kid, is because he's the best they've got. Like he's their number three. That's that's all they've got. Uh, they won't show you anybody else because they don't have anybody else. At least, and at least not anybody they could put in front of a camera and and uh, you know drop another ten points in the polls. And uh, you mentioned that uh, people are, are sick of the the the, the, the constant uh, COVID. Every every policy is centered around COVID, and especially since over uh, the hot vac summer, uh, heaps of Australians got COVID or knew someone who got COVID, and uh, the overwhelming a strong uh, majority. A, it was a mild infection. It seems to be the only ones who are really who have always been really scared of COVID and uh, claim they did everything to avoid getting COVID. And when they do, they're the ones that claim to be super sick, despite mm. them being probably triple jabbed. They're yeah, the ones exactly. that always seem to get that. <laughs> but uh, for most normie people, they're sort of like, oh, that was it. That's all. Let's just yeah. on with it now. Yeah. And so, and because of that, when you get those high case numbers, then that, that starts to undermine uh, the, uh, the uh, you know, whether people are willing to, to continue going along with the insanity uh, because mm-hmm. they've experienced the, the real thing and like, oh, why are we still doing this? Uh, yeah. And, 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 and it, it has really taken a long time. You know, the fact that they've kept it out of New Zealand has really helped, you know, really helped uh, keep, keep uh, the government's popularity, uh, you know, keep, kept people's uh sort of the general consensus that they forged that people uh uh you know would give their consent to have all of the all of their freedoms taken away at least on on a large scale you know we're talking 80 90 percent of the people perfectly happy with that but but now that drops rapidly down you know because people uh are like oh oh that we you know that that wasn't that wasn't so bad uh, as I mentioned, uh, we've had because uh, we've had the the curve starting to to rise in uh, uh, eastern Australia, Victoria, New South Wales, uh, Queensland. Uh, in Victoria and Queensland, cases are around uh, ten thousand new cases uh, per day, so higher than they have been. But hospitalizations are still very low and steady. New South Wales is at twenty thousand uh, per new cases uh, per day, but their hospitalizations are. Are also uh, steady. The rational experts say that, like, look, there there is going to be an uptick, but uh, 
there like so much of the population is uh, double vaccinated boosted and has natural uh, immunity and uh, even our health minister martin foley uh, said uh, when the the pfizer ceo said oh there may need to be a fourth jab said we're not taking a, the uh, vaccine advice from the Pfizer CEO who's just uh, out to sell more uh, <laughs> Pfizer doses. We'll rely on our Atagi expert. And like, uh, and if you saw the comments beneath the, the, the Pfizer uh, CEO statement, like pretty much everyone cynical now, which is, which is very telling. I'm, I'm not sure that there's the cult of Pfizer that they're uh no no it hasn't survived very long a very short-lived cult mm. uh and uh we our health minister here uh chris hipkins he may he caught COVID as well so it's like well you know the health minister who's triple jabbed he's catching COVID. like what's the point of any of this uh uh businesses are falling over you know all the bars and cafes and anything that relies on hospitality is shutting down because a either people are sick and have to isolate or People don't want to ask their friends if they've got the right vax status and, and going out to bars. Like it, the, the, the entire scene is, is just dropped dead. Uh, and, and obviously the people on the other side who are super scared and are just going to sit home and they've had the fear built up for two years and now they don't want to go outside anymore because, you know, it's, it's in the air. I might catch it. So uh, you, you get the economic carnage that, that comes with it. Uh, yeah, we've also had... And this is why even like, because uh, New South Wales Health, that was uh, leaked to the Sydney Morning Herald last Saturday that uh, in some briefing they'd advised if things get bad with VO2, reintroduce indoor masks, uh, density limits and work from home, which are obviously minor uh, restrictions compared to what we're used to here in Australia. But if you're trying to get the economy back on track, I mean, that's that, that's going to have a huge economic uh, dent. Uh, people, aren't yeah, even those little things, if they have to wear a mask all the they're time. Little, yeah, those things are little, and they're not little because they they completely change people's economic behaviour and cause massive economic disruption. Uh, good evening to everybody in the chat. I don't believe I've said good evening to you. I see a few yes, uh, familiar faces there, and uh, a few good uh, uh, comments so far on the show already. Tim hasn't been yes. putting them up, but but they've been good. <laughs> yep, uh, we're on uh, because uh, both the the Wilmsfront and Unshackled uh, YouTube channels uh, had been on on two strikes, which is also factored in uh, why there's been an absence of uh, not just Trad Tasman talk, but uh, Wilmsfront uh, episodes uh, as well. Uh, but the second strike expired on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel. So back uh, on the, the Wilmsfront channel uh, for this week's Trad Tasman talk should be back on the Unshackled YouTube channel for, for next Friday. And uh, the uh, Right Minds YouTube channel, that's a... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, been, been uh, done all right uh, over the years. Yeah, it's it's done all right. We haven't got any strikes. Haven't done anything too controversial. No problem. Mm. Uh, the big political news in New Zealand this week was the uh, announcement from Simon Bridges, former National Party leader uh, and uh, Transport Minister, as you can imagine. Uh, Simon Bridges has resigned from uh, Parliament, or or has sorry has announced. Uh, this is the. That all the rage in New Zealand now, thanks to Jacinda, you announced that you're going to do something before you actually do it. So he's announced that he is going to resign. And there will be a uh, by-election in Tauranga uh, sometime later this year. We don't know when yet because he hasn't uh, handed in his resignation. 
Uh, ironically, uh, Tauranga does not have any kind of local government or democracy. Uh, it's actually run by commissioners appointed uh, by the central government. Uh, so I don't think the Labour Party is going to do too well there because uh, uh, most of the options that they have for government, uh, like voting for local councillors, local boards, all of that's been wiped out by the government. And uh, their, their mayor has been replaced by a, a bureaucrat uh, because the entire city was insolvent. So uh, very interesting uh, sort of background there on, on Tauranga. Um, uh, the minister, sorry, the minister of local government, uh, Mahuta, she's the, also the foreign minister. So people will be familiar uh, with her on the show, The Australians. If you remember our uh, foreign minister, uh, she uh, is also the local government minister. She's in charge of uh, just about every single unpopular project in the country, including a, um, uh, a water reforms called Three Waters, where the entire, uh, basically going to confiscate all uh, water assets from every single council uh, and uh, amalgamate them into some kind of central authority that will be run by unelected tribal leaders. Uh, just, just absolutely bizarre stuff that they're uh, proposing there. Uh, and she's in charge of all of that. So uh, that and uh, the, uh, the uh, hotbed there in Simon Bridges' electorate. Uh, and he uh, is, he's gone now. He hasn't said why. He's just said that he's uh, hes leaving. He's had enough. Um, theories are that there have been some kind of scandal. Probably nothing on par with uh, what Australia produces. Uh, but there, there's there's been no, uh, nothing concrete. Uh, it's not uh, another sexist, uh, or sexist uh, joke or that. Yeah, yeah. he's got another, another Simon tape where he's uh, uh, slagging off one of the, his fellow MPs, who knows. Um, so he's, you know, he's just decided he's gone and he's had enough. So uh, uh, that's the end of him. He was a, uh, a very uh, modern uh, conservative in that sense that all of his positions were what uh, progressives used to support 10 years ago, everything he opposes, what progressives used to oppose 10 years ago, uh, which of course made him one of the most radically uh, right-wing uh, members of parliament uh, uh, because he was 10 years behind the times. Um, and uh, yeah, it's I, I've been very critical of him, of course, especially when he was the, the National Party leader, uh, but a lot of people, uh, he seemed to be like fairly well-liked even by leftists to some degree, at least the, uh, the, less, the, the less crazy ones. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a by-election there, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, uh, if we get any uh, any action for uh, some of the smaller parties as well. Obviously, um, I'm you know uh, on the board for the new Conservative Party. We're looking at uh, what we can do there to you know get in the news and and get somebody good there. Uh, and a couple of other smaller parties I know will be doing the same thing. Uh, uh, and uh, hopefully, a, a by-election like this is a good chance uh, to kind of encourage people to show their pleasure with the uh, with the larger parties that have uh, stomped on them for the last two years. Uh, because uh, you don't have a general election in New Zealand until uh, late. 2023 and uh if Jacinta is still behind in the polls then she'll probably uh put it off until somewhere late october or november uh we are going to have in australia our federal election on a saturday in may that is the, the only available uh time uh because uh the senate uh, uh senate half uh, half senate election has to be held at that time as well because uh, uh, 36 of the 76 uh, senators, their six-year terms uh, expire on uh, June 
the 30th. There have been some uh, really uh, crazy Twitter people who uh, believe that Scott Morrison could split the House of Reps and Senate elections, but that if, if that hasn't happened for uh, mm -hmm. 50 years, and I don't think that uh, uh, Australian electors would like a would return a government that uh, would do that. Yeah, that's uh, but, right. Hmm. Uh, though Morrison, he uh, continues to be far behind in the polls. The, the latest, last three news polls have been consistently the coalition 45, uh, Labor 55, two-party preferred, and even more importantly, Labor opposition leader, uh, Anthony Albanese, uh, is now equal uh, with Scott Morrison on 42% as preferred prime minister. And it was uh, Albo's turn to, to have the, the fluff piece on 60 Minutes with, with Carl <laughs> Stefanovic, uh, which uh, seems to be mainly about his weight loss and new glasses and uh, his uh, new girlfriend. That's, uh, that seems to be what uh, politics is all about these days, especially in Australia. Uh, the... Um, uh, sorry, I lost, I lost, I lost my yeah. train of thought. Well, I was going to go back to, I was going to go, I was, I was going to go back to topic now. Sorry. So we're all, all good. I'll let you finish first. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Albo is also trying to, uh, re, uh, recast himself as a, a, a labor centrist, even labor writers in the, the Bob Hawke, uh, tradition, which is the, the most successful, uh, Labour period of government from uh, 1983 to uh, 96, even though uh, Albo is from the, the far left of the, the Labour Party. Uh, I was going to do a quick rewind here to uh, the Tauranga uh, by-election. Uh, I saw a couple of comments uh, here as well, one from uh, Amy, just to clarify for the Australian audience that um, Tauranga is where the rich Aucklanders go to retire. Uh, so it's good uh, that that might help the Australian audience understand a little bit uh, about that election. And uh, we had another question here about Winston Peters. Could Winnie uh, run again? Uh, yes, I do believe Winston Peters will be running again uh, in, in Tauranga uh, this, this election. And there's actually one other uh, one other possibility here. The former National Party uh, uh, MP from Northland, Matt King, uh, who's been who's famous as a, an anti-vaxxer, at least an anti-COVID, uh, COVID conspiracy theorist, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he has uh, just announced that he is starting his own party called Democracy New Zealand, Democracy NZ, um, which in some strange way could end up being a continuation of last year's Advance NZ. Uh, if, if those of you who will remember that uh, there was another uh, MP uh, who started his own party uh, sort of based around some, you know, uh, sort of ended up collecting a lot of crazy people. Uh, it is a very possible, very real possibility that Matt King will end up doing something similar. Uh, who 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 will run in Tarong? We don't know, uh, but certainly this year uh, will get a little bit interesting. I think uh, in terms of who we see attempt to contest that election, especially if it's just for media uh, media views. 
Now, the, our federal election won't be uh, called formally until after the, the federal budget, which is on March uh, the 29th, uh, which will have uh, some sweeteners uh, in it uh, in the form of a, a cut in, in both uh, fuel mm -hmm. and uh, beer excise uh, because uh, it's the same in uh, uh, New Zealand. Uh, uh, government taxes uh, contribute... Uh, uh, con contribute to the uh, petrol prices. It's claimed that they pay for our highway system, but that's mm -hmm. just a bunch of crap. It just yep. goes into consolidated revenue. And uh, yep. even though Same government talk, you know, talk about talk highly about tax cuts, they don't really like to uh, cut taxes which they know that they're always going to to make a consistent take in uh because uh, everyone uh, uh, most people still uh drive places uh but uh, obviously with uh, petrol prices in australia going over two dollars uh, per liter for the, the first time that uh, i can remember they're even higher in new zealand uh we we had three dollars a liter here in new zealand uh which the low polling numbers actually forced uh, two more concessions out of Jacinda. One is that she would actually meet with a group called Groundswell New Zealand, which is a farmer uh, a farmer action group. Um, Groundswell has been characterized in the media and by left-wing pundits as racist, anti-vax, fascist, Nazi, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and she's actually said she's going to meet with its leaders. This is after she failed to meet with... Uh, 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 the um, anti-mandate protesters. And if you scroll down just a little bit further, you can see uh, pictures of some protests they held earlier in the uh, earlier in the year, uh, tractor protests and so on that you have that you would have seen in other parts of the uh, of the uh, world. Uh, there were a number of these types of protests um, in the Netherlands and, and and other places. So she's finally going to meet with these leaders, and she has also. Uh, announced that she is cutting excise petrol excise uh, tax by 25 cents uh, temporarily for three months uh, this, that may get extended because if if your petrol uh, you know if petrol jumps 25 cents again uh, in three months that may not be very popular uh, but we saw things like uh, 30 cent price hikes in a single day here in new zealand it's quieted down a little bit but it's not going to go back to where it was before which was uh, just over two dollars i believe we were at Actually, I can't quite remember. We were at just uh, a little while ago because petrol taxes have uh, sorry, petrol prices have doubled in the last two years here in New Zealand. Uh, so, uh, but before the uh, whole Russia Russia thing, uh, we were we were already um, yeah, they were going well up over two dollars. But it's uh, and, so, and so it's Putin's uh, fault. Yeah, even though yes. even though it's been happening for two years, yeah, is a scapegoat, and war is always a scapegoat for uh, inflation I inflationary. It's an excuse uh, yeah. to cover up for inflationary outcomes. And also, Mar Margot has said fuel price increase due to climate change. Well, it has increased due to our government's climate change uh, policies that have prevented uh, uh, fossil fuel uh, energy production locally. That's why we have to get it. Uh, from all these uh, uh, unstable uh, places in the world led by despots yeah. such as uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, Venice, Venezuela. Uh, I know that uh, uh, the Western governments, uh, they're uh, trying to kiss, uh, kiss uh, the, the leaders of those countries' asses there to, to get some 
uh, Moy Oil there. Uh, never mind that Saudi Arabia just executed uh, 81 people in the, the mm. past week and obviously uh, mistreats uh, 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 both uh, foreign and uh, domestic enemies pretty appallingly. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, they're in the middle of a uh... journalist, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're in the middle of a war uh, with in, in Yemen, yeah, where, Yemen. Like, they yeah, just like murdering the, tens of thousands of people. Yeah, what about uh, the with, I stand with, with Yemen? Where's uh, where, where's all no, the nobody cares. Solid, nobody solidarity cares about Yemen. with Yemeni people? Nobody cares about that. Uh, uh, people will care about what they're told to care about, and they've been told to care about Ukraine. Yes, uh, and uh, so that's what they care that's about. That's the current thing. Uh, yes, I support the current thing. But, well, I don't support the current thing. Whatever it is, I don't support it. Well, I, I I support our national interest, and of course, our national interest is not halfway uh, across the world in a century-old uh, dispute. And Certainly. yeah, um, obviously, I believe that a nuclear holocaust, nuclear fallout, is uh, is much more deadly uh, than a respiratory virus. Uh, certainly uh, the case, uh, and uh, which, you know, I guess may have been what prompted the uh, the shift in media attention as well, uh, because, you know, dead, uh, you know, you know, tens of thousands of dead people in Yemen isn't, you know, you know, not something that's uh, uh, easy to get people to care about. But if it's like, oh, it's Ukraine and, and there's going to be a nuclear holocaust. And so uh, that's more important now. And so everybody cares. Uh, we've had uh, a tragedy back home with our uh, flood, uh, flash flooding in northern New South Wales and southeast Queensland, which uh, last count, 16 people uh, lost their lives. Many people displaced, uh, had uh, uh, had their homes uh, destroyed. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, the, uh, poli uh, the political fallout from the, the flash flooding uh, has uh, been... Uh, uh, ha hasn't uh, helped uh, the Scott Morrison and his government. Uh, uh, the the Labor opposition uh, have been keen to uh, bring up uh, memories of the the Black Summer bushfires of 2019-20 when he was holidaying in Hawaii. Uh, the reason why Scott Morrison uh, couldn't go near the flood zone for a week because he was isolating with COVID for seven days. Mm -hmm. So that's why he was MIA because, well... He can't exactly uh, breach the, uh, the 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 isolation uh, rules that uh, he. Hey, hey, that's uh, never stopped any of them before. Come on, should have just been like, oh well, yeah, just but, do what um, we've been doing. I, I, it, it, it was a legitimate uh, reason for people to leave uh, COVID-positive isolation if their houses were flooding and they could have drowned. So they could in that uh, circumstance. But the people rescuing them, the SAS in New South Wales, had to be uh, double double vaxxed uh, because, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, you'd rather drown than be rescued by an unvaccinated person. That seems mm -hmm. to be like the logic there. Uh, that is certainly the way they have been treating uh, people here in uh, New Zealand, and uh, that's the impression you would get uh, if you uh, followed uh, uh, any of these uh, absolutely insane uh, elites who control the uh, the news cycle. And so uh, we've also had uh, the uh, disaster relief payments uh, disaster where uh, uh, because of the, what is it, all of these uh, thresholds to trigger emergency payments, uh, 
uh, uh, the disaster payments went uh, to uh, Lismore uh, uh, people in Richmond Valley and Clarence Valley, uh, and they were in the national health seat of Page, but flood-affected LGAs in the neighbouring Labor health seat of Richmond missed out, and this led to a, a Liberal uh, a MLC uh, resigning in disgust. And this sort of basically, you'd call it, uh, what is it, uh, bureaucratic triggering process, uh, of course, just feeds into... Uh, 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 Scott Morrison, that uh, he just doesn't react uh, react promptly mm-hmm. enough, and uh, his uh, de- his uh, departments they're they're always uh, in a mess. And uh, his own department, the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet, uh, uh, this week uh, made a, a dick of themselves uh, with the Women's Network uh, logo for the, the the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet to promote. Uh, gender equity and uh, for those uh, watching uh, what do you see with this uh, women's network logo Uh, let us know in the comments that was that was a rhetorical question right I wasn't supposed to answer that yes yeah (laughs) even uh, the most uh, you, you would say non-dirty-minded person uh, still thought it looked like a cock and balls. And, of course, uh, biological women uh, don't have cock and balls. I know we live in this, uh, uh, what is it, uh, gender-fluid age, uh, but... uh, Most of the best women in the world now uh, are uh, certainly... uh, How would would we uh, we put it to the... uh, uh, women's uh, swimming champion uh, last week, uh, the uh, uh, NBC's Woman of the Year. USA Today, Woman of the Year, uh, and, and on and on it goes. So uh, apparently women do look like that uh, in, the, uh, in the modern world that, uh, these, uh, that these politicians live in. Now, apparently it was designed to be consistent with the, the other... Uh, diversity networks in the Prime Minister's uh, department, which uh, mm-hmm. the, they, they all look like Band-Aids, the, the other ones. So the, the Pride Network one with the different colours, it looks like the hungry caterpillar there with the different, <laughs> different coloured uh, uh, circles uh, there. And uh, since it was uh, widely uh, mocked on, on social uh, media, uh, the, the logo uh, was pulled, uh, pardon the, the, the pun there, and uh, one of our uh, local uh, satirical uh, websites, uh, uh, the Batuta Advocate said, uh, government apologises for uh, controversial women's network logo vows to add bulging cock veins, uh, which, <laughs> I mean, like obviously being a satirical publication, they just said, yeah, why don't we just, you know, make it more what it uh, what it looks like there but uh, I think a a person who went too far uh, and it was uh, beneath a senator was a uh, green senator Sarah Hanson Young who superimposed the logo on Scott Morrison's uh, head obviously to signify that she thinks he's a dickhead which uh, obviously uh, Sarah Hanson Young she never likes uh, 
gender jibes against her. Uh, she has, uh, in the in the past, uh, a, a launched uh, successful uh, lawsuits uh, against uh, people making uh, gendered uh, accusations uh, against her. Uh, so that is is pretty poor uh, poor form. Uh, but uh, I guess it's uh, true to uh, tr true to how uh, she's been in the the, the past. Although um, uh, we should, uh, what is I'm, that I'm never I'm, I'll never cease being amazed at how absolutely insane Australian politics is. But uh, she did have a what is it a a, a good what you would say a a, a good uh, feature story at the beginning of the year she's uh in love again uh she's engaged to the australia network uh executive oh, sorry as the australia institute executive director ben oquist uh which is uh, the australia institute's green alliance uh think tank so uh, uh best of best of luck to the the happy uh couple but uh yeah sarah hansen young still the 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 immature uh child senator she's always been now uh moving on to uh victorian uh politics we don't have our uh victorian uh state election until uh november uh last saturday in november uh this year and uh we are so lucky in uh this uh state uh, election year that uh we, we already had the, the Guardian Australia launch uh, back, uh, I think it was in, in 20, 2013. Uh, it was the, the, the finance brokered by uh, former Liberal Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. We now have the, the Guardian Victoria launching, our own local edition from Victoria. And they launched this week with a, a feature with uh, Daniel Andrews, a sit-down interview with their new uh, political reporter, uh, Benita uh, Colvos. And uh, no, I'll... And you don't like to read the article. No, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, this is Dan uh, in his, uh, yeah, uh, doing a, a sit-down there. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, he... We we don't have uh, only uh, masks are only for the the peasants now in Victoria and for the the older primary school uh, uh, children. So the 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 hospitality and retail uh, workers uh, the, mm -hmm. uh, the the subservants they have to wear the masks uh, as uh, do the older primary school uh, children until uh, enough of their parents uh, get them. Uh, vaccinated. Uh, uh, now, there's not much uh, here about uh, Dan Andrews' uh, pandemic uh, mismanagement there. It talks mm -hmm. about, uh, well, he announced this week uh, his uh, his new, uh, what is, uh, his new uh, sick uh, leave uh, paid trial for casual workers. And if this trial is successful, uh, it will be uh, it'll be rolled out uh, f uh, uh, via a, a levy on on business uh, because uh, one of the good things about uh, the, the fact that a state government doesn't have the capacity to print money out of thin air, they can only pay with increased taxes, which uh, obviously a, are a lot more a, are a lot more obvious in hitting people's hip pocket and. Uh, he recently had uh, had to back down on his uh, uh, new uh, housing tax, and uh, the reason uh, why uh, he uh, said that 
in this in this interview that uh, he uh, didn't mind. Well, basically, why he he didn't mind uh, taxing uh, taxing new home ownership to uh, fund uh, socialist uh, housing is this is because uh, here uh, he said it, it goes down here. No stairs. No pictures of uh, of stairs or you know. You would have thought it would have been suitable for him to have a yeah, an interview on the, the famous uh, stairs that that required him to take press conference to leave. in the in the in his uh, in his press conferences. Uh, but uh... <laughs> um, I just I do find that funny that his uh, his his feature is about. Oh yeah, uh, here it is. Here the the the, the quote here. So. He say, uh, Andrew suggested the great Australian deem of owning a home was less important to younger generation, especially given the increased cost in property. The median price now being in Melbourne, 1.1 million. Not everyone has intergenerational wealth or the ability to act like a bank. So it's a really significant challenge. We're always talking about the great Australian gene, absolutely. But I get a sense, I've talked to my kids and their friends, they're much more focused on perhaps living where they want to and ownership is not such a big thing. They are happy to rent uh, with uh, secure terms. So obviously Dan Andrews is going to the 2022 state election using a World Economic Forum slogan, you'll yep. own nothing and be happy. Certainly. Though, uh, obviously... Uh, Teflon Dan uh, uh, survived uh, making uh, Melbourne uh, the, the most uh, lockdown uh, city in the world, even though it led to the, the worst uh, health outcomes. Uh, but uh, the uh, the uh, crisis in health uh, has uh, has uh, gained uh, more uh, scrutiny uh, now, since of course the justification was. Uh, because uh, these all these lockdowns were justified to protect our our health uh, system, which uh, I've made the point that if you were if you wanted to uh, to, to help uh, well assist with fighting a health crisis, you'd fund more in health. You wouldn't uh, basically fund more of the uh, police. And so, Nick McKenzie and Joel Tozer uh, actually did a decent uh, investigative journalist uh, piece for the age and, and 60 minutes uh, telling the story of 12 Victorians who died including 12 children after waiting for triple uh, zero uh, to uh, pick up uh, so this was all late last year and uh, early this year of course uh, Dan and his ministers blamed uh, the the pandemic uh, for it, even though that uh, they were warned uh, way back in 2016 about serious staff sh shortages at the state's triple uh, zero call agency. And uh, they certainly can't blame uh, the pandemic uh, for uh, Victoria Police's swearing in bungles since uh, there uh, were uh, more than a thousand police officers who over the past seven years uh, worked without the proper legal authority uh, because they were sworn <laughs> in by an acting uh, assistant commissioner uh, mm -hmm. who uh, didn't, uh, uh, didn't have the authority under the Victoria Police Act, which is called an administrative error. So 
because governments can just uh, change the, 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 the laws uh, uh, to uh, basically uh, not be held, uh, not be accountable held accountable for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to pass a law. They made it worse in the past year. Who cares about a little um, administrative error? Uh, uh, you know, oh, oh, all of those police we deployed uh, to, to, to beat your heads in during the uh, COVID protest, they were all, all those ones that we accidentally didn't swear in properly. So you can't actually sue us. Oh, no, but they're going to pass the law to retrospectively yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, make it all legal. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah to they, they, they all have the, the legal uh, authority. And yeah, of course, uh, this is what we've seen over the past two years. If the, the government uh, breaks its own laws, they just pass the law to we were acting uh, within our authority yeah. retrospectively. Yeah, and that's uh, that's exactly what happened with the uh, first COVID lockdown here in New Zealand. Uh, courts found it to be illegal. And uh, five minutes later, they uh, drafted up uh, a law that they passed the next day, making it all legal. Problem mm -hmm. solved, you know. Uh, though uh, the the Guardian did uh, sit down as well uh, with opposition leader Matthew Guy, and the headline <laughs> is: "It's not 2018 when he lost in a landslide." Matthew Guy learns to open up and unite his party, and uh, a lot is in here. Uh, about uh, his uh, Ukrainian uh, heritage and how, you know, obviously the 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 uh, the war uh, in in Ukraine has as sort of uh, or motivated him to to do better uh, in politics, and uh, he also uh, has tried to again uh, bury uh, the Liberals' uh, 2018 state election campaign. Mm -hmm. Uh, strategy, well, uh, or promise of being tough on crime and uh, and trying to crack down on African gangs, because apparently that was why the, the one of the reasons that uh, the Liberals lost the state election, their party review uh, concluded because they had a too tough on crime uh, policy and wanted to to crack down mm -hmm. on the the African youth gang crime wave. So. Uh, he's well, obviously with two years of lockdowns. Uh, he is uh, wanting to put forward a more of a more uh, more of a uh, what is it positive vision of make Victoria uh, great again or make Victoria the most livable city uh, again. Uh, since well, it's it's pretty much yeah, it's it's been destroyed over the past two years of of lockdowns and yeah, um, the C well. I don't think people, like the, the the CBD will ne will never be the the same again just because people's habits have changed during the uh, the pa the the pandemic. Uh, but uh, it's certainly not going to attract uh, tourism and uh, other uh, investment uh, because of the the uncertainty of the past two years. I mean, there was a bit of a bit of vibe around the city this week with the restart of the AFL season on on wednesday uh night uh at the, the g another game last night and there's another game at marvel uh stadium and uh, uh dan andrews uh tweeted about how great it was to have footy back at the the g and uh mm -hmm. his uh his old uh lockdown fan base totally horrified at you know these uh 60 000 plus crowds uh, <laughs> with no masks on <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they created these uh, these monsters that follow them around, and uh, and uh, the the little monsters are shocked that their creators are uh, suddenly uh, actually didn't really care uh, about any of that. You know, they they've moved on to the next thing.
Now, uh, obviously, uh, the uh, the COVID still gets a lot of uh, uh, coverage uh, in, well, should I say, uh, scare uh, coverage in our, mm-hmm. our mainstream media. But uh, there's other new uh, diseases uh, around which uh, are getting their, their own uh, sensationalized he- uh, headlines. The, the Japanese uh, encephalitis uh, cases popping up along the, the Murray uh, River towns in New South Wales, uh, Victoria and South Australia. Uh, there's been a, a, a person that's died in Victoria, New South Wales, and South Australia from Japanese uh, encephalitis. But if you read down into those stories, it can't be transmitted from uh, human to human. Uh, So they just advise people in those uh, areas to to cover up with AeroGuard, wear loose-fitting clothes. Uh, There is a vaccine for it. So the federal government has bought an extra (laughs) 130,000 vaccines to... That's a lot. uh, Because it, it... can go from mosquitoes to pigs to humans. So mm. they're worried about piggeries outbreaks, uh, but uh, it's still safe to, to eat your bacon and uh, your pork <laughs> as well. And uh, there has also been a epidemic rise in Melbourne's outer uh, suburbs of another uh, infectious disease, uh, gonorrhea. And uh, now this uh, the, uh, gonorrhea, uh, this mm-hmm. type of... Uh, infection this is where npi's non-pharmaceutical interventions are actually quite uh, effective because if you don't want to get uh, gonorrhea uh, it's best to wear a, a mask uh, over your uh, genitals and oh, in fact double mask uh, the, the 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 mask over your genitals is known as underwear and the the mask over the double mask is pants or shorts uh, so when you leave the house uh, if you don't Take take those and, off, and the uh, then uh, and you'll be quite uh, protected uh, this from is, this gonorrhea. Is, this is a a third world disease uh, befitting a third world city in a third world country. So it's the future the future of what what will formerly be known as the Western world is uh, is going to look like uh, just uh, gonorrhea infested. Uh, uh, um, uh wastelands and and uh ruined cities that's what's in the uh in the future but you certainly agree that masks down there are very effective yeah yeah obviously uh obviously obviously people should cover the parts of their body that they're supposed to cover and people should not cover the parts of the body that they're not supposed to cover yes that's that's been the uh, but, but, but the uh which is of course the complete inversion is what they have been promoting during the entire pandemic which is like you know you can take your clothes off and have orgies with 25 people as long as you wear a mask on your face you know yeah uh, that's so, the kind of stuff that Jacinda Ardern was promoting uh, what was it we had uh New South Wales Health uh earlier in the pandemic recommend either self-love or uh recommend practicing sex where you're not facing each other which if you're if you're you know having like I don't want to get too graphic, but if you're having sex, no with somebody, you're both not facing each other. That can tend to lead to the the risk of another sort of infection. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the, the the point being, uh, uh, what a uh, this is yeah the the uh, uh, just another sign of uh, your civilizational decay, certainly.
Uh, now, uh, we have a, oh, another uh, election in Australia tomorrow, the South Australian uh, state uh, election, uh, so March uh, the 19th, uh, where all 47 seats in the uh, House of Assembly in the South Australian Parliament will be up for election for the next four years and 11 of the 22 uh, Legislative Council uh, seats will be up for election uh, for eight-year terms. Uh, the Liberal uh, government led by Premier Stephen Marshall has been in power for just one term, four years, uh, taking over from 16 years uh, from 2002 to 2018 of uh, uh, state Labor governments. Uh, but uh, after only just uh, one term, uh, the polls suggest uh, that uh, Stephen Marshall and uh, his Liberal Party are going to be turfed out and uh, state Labor is going to be returned under the, the leadership of uh, Peter Malinakis. Now, this uh, obviously, uh, we we're used to uh, Labor Party uh, leaders now being far leftists, like uh, well Daniel Andrews from the Socialist Left here in Victoria, and of course Albanese, a lifelong uh, leftist, uh, it, now the the federal uh, Labor leader. Uh, but uh, we have the South Australia uh, reason. I think that the uh, the people of South Australia are warm too. Uh, opposition leader Peter Manalakis is because he's uh, he's from the Labor right. He's uh, a social uh, conservative. Uh, he's uh, he's a family man, and uh, he's also uh, quite a alpha uh, athletic uh, person. Uh, there there was um, uh, there was uh, this uh, quite uh, this uh, photo in the paper had uh, quite the the the, the media sensation when he uh, he took a dip at the the aquatic uh, center. And what is it? Uh, Peter Marshall said it was a, a Putin-esque uh, stunt to, to show himself off. He's only he's only oh, forty-two as well. If it's, uh, so, it's Putin-esque, uh, it's got my vote. <laughs> so, uh, well, and Marshall's from the the moderates of the of the Liberal Party. So he's probably you'd say sort of more socially left than uh, Malinaka. So he's a. a, a before he entered politics, was affiliated with the, the shoppies, uh, Shop Assistants Union. Uh, he started off in his teens as a Woolworths trolley boy and then joined uh, the the, uh, the union and then obviously worked his way up the, the Labor ranks. Uh, so sort of uh, obviously South Australian voters think that, yeah, he's in the uh, Labor right uh, tradition, uh, so we can we feel confident in voting... Uh, for him, and of course, uh, Stephen Marshmallow, as he's been known over the past uh, uh, over the past uh, two years, basically being a as big a bedwetter when it came to COVID and having restrictions and lockdowns uh, than Labor premiers. I mean, he left. He basically only three people were running the state during the past two years. Him, uh, his uh, chief health officer Nicholas Spurrier, and police commissioner. Grant Stevens and uh, his uh, his uh, party uh, government has been quite disunited over the past uh, four years. So, if SA Labor win on Saturday, I don't think there's any federal implications because uh, Anthony Albanese is not Peter Malinakis. 
Uh, now we're getting towards the the end of the show. Yeah, indeed. Yep. So uh, we are back on uh, entropy. Uh, so if you want to uh, send through a, a super chat, uh, we'd very much uh, appreciate it. I'll. Uh, s- certainly, uh, be needing uh, be needing some uh, extra uh, donations uh, for my uh, coverage of the the worldwide rally for freedom uh, tomorrow in Melbourne CBD because the 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 car trip into the city that'll well that'll it's that that's uh, what is it uh, probably be more expensive than what is it uh, a lot of rebel news uh legal legal challenges which <laughs> for at the moment so yes if you'd like to uh super chat to, to help with uh petrol petrol money uh for uh the unshackled covering the melbourne worldwide freedom rally tomorrow uh super chat would be uh appreciated and uh uh you probably can't hear it here in the background, but the rain uh, has finally started coming down here in uh, in New Zealand. Apparently across the entire island uh, or islands, we will be getting uh, basically a whole week's worth of rain now. And it's been a very, very dry uh, these past few months. Uh, so it'll be good, uh, uh, good, good for us to get some rain here. Uh, but it will also mean that almost nobody is uh, is going to be going outside. And with the, uh, the crushing of our own freedom protests, I don't think there's much... Um, uh, appetite left to be uh, 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 doing freedom rallies at the moment. Yes, uh, when, well, uh, as I described it, uh, Jacinta and her goons basically mini Wacos, uh, the uh, the convoy outside New Zealand's mm-hmm. Parliament House, complete with uh, fires, the uh, burning down of uh, Trevor Mullard's uh, precious slide. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Complete carnage, a lot of arrests. Uh, I haven't really followed up with what the, uh, uh, in, if whether whether they are pushing forward with any prosecutions. Um, but if we do have any news on that in the uh, following weeks or months, we'll we'll take that up. Um, as I've discovered myself, uh, I've still got my own uh, case against the police uh, in the courts uh, for the past few years. Uh, everything is stalled uh, and clogged up there. Uh, the uh, excuse of COVID has basically pushed back every single case in the court system by a year or two now. Uh, so you want to get a, a court date in New Zealand. Uh, good luck. You're, uh, uh, you know, you better hope you're young. Did you do a legal crowdfunding uh, for that? Uh, yes, I have, uh, and uh, there are details on the uh, on the website uh, for those who would like to donate there's a donate page on rightlines.nz slash donate uh, most of that does go into legal expenses that we have at the moment um we actually do have a uh, a bill coming up uh and uh yeah i'll um, i'll fill people in when there's actually something to be set but we were supposed to have the actual court case like the actual thing uh the the entire thing in uh, late november december last year and that was then vacated and uh I don't think we're going to get a date until like I'll probably be lucky to get it November <laughs> this year, but hopefully much sooner than that. Uh, I think unlikely. I uh, bet you don't need any extra petrol money. I do. I do need some. I do need extra contributions if people are keen to uh, to donate. That would be very helpful indeed. Do you um, uh, bike uh, a lot of the the places now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't also... need petrol money. That's not a problem. Yeah. No, <laughs> Amy, start... Amy needs. You started bike riding basically because uh, to avoid the uh, the masks on public transport, which is yeah, also a... why I prefer to drive because even though it's more expensive yeah. to fuel now, I don't yeah. want to be amongst all the uh, the mask perverts on public transport. 
and i uh yeah i've really enjoyed the, the bike definitely would recommend a bike uh and uh the uh yeah it's it's absolutely uh absolutely crazy just just how much petrol costs like we do very little driving uh and uh, and yet uh petrol costs are still going up i feel really sorry for people who drive everywhere all the time uh they're looking at uh you know some i know people looking at nearly 200 dollars a week on petrol basically if you if you drive everywhere in new zealand all right good night everyone uh it's great to see you uh all uh back with us especially since uh well we've uh, uh skipped uh the, uh the the last few shows uh well only had it fortnightly uh but as i mentioned back with uh stephen berry next friday night at the slightly later time of 7 p.m melbourne time back on the the unshackled youtube channel and uh when it's uh steven's uh turn it's on his uh stream to mr berry mr berry uh channel so make sure you sub to that and we've still got the the odyssey uh trad tasman talk uh channel as well which we live stream too yes uh thank you very much for watching the show and thank you you see somebody here mentioning a donation here uh rightminds.nz slash donate uh and uh, i'll be back in two weeks uh with tim and uh everyone enjoy uh enjoy your uh, uh next couple of weeks and uh the end of uh end of summer is basically here uh but uh we're we're definitely definitely starting to get into cooler weather weather here uh which i don't mind um I'm uh, yeah we've had uh <laughs> horrible humidity here uh yeah, in in melbourne that we're not used to yeah now the past couple of weeks have been a bit uncomfortable uh, with the humidity definitely uh, so good night again everybody enjoy the rain if you're in new zealand and uh, we'll definitely see you next time thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of trad tasman talk to keep up with the latest real news and analysis from the tasman nations visit the young shackles.net and rightminds.nz